0: The other day I was trying to tell someone about our website wackypoemlife.com yeah. and they kept thinking I was saying rocky. Rocky. Rocky poem rocky life. Top. <laughs> well, it I mean it could be a
1: rocky, could be rocky. poem it has poem been, life. Yeah, a rocky start but here we are now we're wacky. I
0: I mean I I need to go online probably and and see if that's available and redirect them to our website.
1: There we go. Yeah. There, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, welcome. Exciting. Number four, quattro. Number four. Number
0: four. Out, hi, everybody out in podcast land. Yeah, this we hope- is uh, Wacky Poem Live coming to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in Locust Grove, uh, Oklahoma, of course. Locust
1: Grove, Oklahoma, <laughs> the coolest little <laughs> hamlet in the state. <laughs> I'm Sean
0: Perkins. I, I founded the, the museum uh, almost 10 years ago. And so I'm happy to be here doing this with my partner host.
1: And I am Bill Guthrie, I am poet. Apprentice, and I just am happy to bask in Sean's knowledge, and we ask the questions that you osmotically send my direction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bill is also a, a board member on the museum, and we're so happy to, to have him on I'm there. Excited. I and, love it. I'm learning, and, and here, I'm learning all about it. Yeah, and here to to talk with you and get it acquainted with our our poems. Just kind of an update. What we do is we take a a poem that someone has written in the museum. The museum is very interactive and low tech, and People use actual pens and pencils, you know, and they write things. They write out words.
1: Writing is becoming a lost <laughs> art. I, I I keep hearing that cursive writing is no longer taught, and that boggles my mind. It just boggles my mind that uh, that, that is no longer taught. Yeah,
0: yeah, because some of the poems that are left in the museum are in cursive. So probably some of the so young folks an can't script. even read them. It's,
1: an, it's like a rotary phone. What the heck is this? How do, do they know? use How it? Do use this? I don't know what I'm looking yeah. at. <laughs>
0: right. Hieroglyphics. That's right. Um, so, we take something that someone has written on whatever they have written it on you know last last time it was a, a block of wood and um, and we we talk about it and then we just see all the the wacky ways that we can explain the poem or talk
1: around it over it
0: under it, upside
1: down, whatever and it's really unique because each one is, has been so different that's what i've I've liked about them mm-hmm. you know they've been so different and they've taken us down many different little rabbit holes and paths, yeah.
0: And the one that um, we picked for today is written on a piece of what it is is autograph paper. We had a um, an exhibit. It was the, one of the very first exhibits we had in the museum was on autograph book poetry, and there was a I had a blank autograph book, and this one. I just kind of tore it up and I left the sheets out, and people could write on the sheets, and that's what this one is written on. It's kind of a graying piece of paper.
1: You know that that I I thought it was maybe a sack or something because I looked at it. And it makes it more interesting knowing it's a, one of those thin pieces of autograph paper. Yeah. Autographs used to be the thing to collect back in the day. Yes. I wonder if any people know what autographs are anymore. <laughs> hmm.
0: Well, we still have some of that exhibit in the you know in microform here in the, the actual museum, so people can come in and and get acquainted with it and don't we
1: have an autograph from book from your mom which is quite uh, involved oh yeah oh yeah yeah.
0: I even looked at it again when we when I was getting started and I was looking at some of the, the autographs that were written to her such as a walk in the moonlight and too many kisses will change your name from Miss two misses. oh my yeah. oh they, beware yeah Moonlight yeah. like
1: kisses will do it every time her
0: name her name did get changed you know it wasn't a walk in the moonlight though she was working at the ranch house and they oh. didn't have a car and she was having to drive a tractor to work yeah uh to to waitress and dad who was not dad who was not her husband at the time would come in every once in a while and and uh one time he was sitting there at the bar and he said uh can i give you a ride <laughs> home and she said well somebody has to <laughs>
1: His line wasn't quite as original as hers. Might as well be you. You know, I guess she'll do. And that's where it all began. You know, my mother talks about my my dad, and she, when I was very young, she would say, "Yeah, me and your dad, we'd go parking, and then we'd go, then we'd have a little bit of sparking. And I didn't know what exactly what sparking meant, you know. But it, you know, use your imagination. But uh, yeah, it, it's kind of a sweet way of, I, I guess, making out back in the day, you know. So they would sit and spark, you know, sparks would fly, <laughs> and that thus, uh, the, uh, and I'm one of the results of that sparking, I believe. <laughs> Right, right. Well, we all, we maybe we need to start, start somewhere, Sean. You got to start somewhere.
0: Somebody's got to take it home. <laughs> Someone, yes. Somebody's got a light to spark. That's right. Okay, so maybe let's maybe we should get to
1: the point. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, I want to preface this by saying, you know, we've read we have, have had many poems, but this is this has been my favorite. I have read it, and it's really just been a, uh, a very sweet poem. And I'm going to read it, and then I'm, we're going to discuss it a little bit. And you may
0: not think it's sweet with the first few words, but just, it's true. just wait. It's true. Yeah.
1: Old drunken Leroy sleeps on the uh, – let me start this over. Okay, <laughs> we're going to start over so I can use my very dramatic voice. Old drunken Leroy sleeps on the docks, says he likes to hear the ocean in his dreams. God knows it's a familiar sound. And I I read that and I read it over and over and I thought, you know what, the person who wrote this and Sean, you you know, this is all I'm throwing this all at you all at once. (laughs) But to me, the person that wrote this um, left many doors for us to open, in my opinion because um, there are so many doors to go through in this poem. Whoever wrote this would like us to investigate this further, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, and I, I might be too philosoph- philosophical. I've been accused so of that. You're
0: throwing all your philosophy at I me at really once. I really am.
1: You know, get your catcher's it's mitt on. It's not piecemeal. No. It's not here and there. It's all at once. Keep going. Get Keep ca- going. Get your catcher's mitt, because here it comes. Because, you know, the things uh, and the words in the poem um, – Old and age, you know. Most poems I, have words. Most, most poems have words. People, <laughs> I'm learning this. You know, you're going to want to know about it too. Um, the age. I wonder why the age was mentioned. Old oh, Leroy, mm-hmm. drunken. Why did he? Why did he or she mention drunken in the poem? I found that interesting. You know, there's a backstory there, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. D- sleeps on the docks. Well, you know, is it a choice? Does he dislike the docks, or is he homeless? Um, says he likes the ocean and um, to hear the ocean in his dreams. Is it because he is sleeping on the docks, or is that, it's not, again, some place that he just, only place he can find to sleep? And uh, the the phrase, God knows, it's a familiar sound. Well, why is this? Is it because it's a constant place for him to sleep? Or um, is he a sailor here in the ocean? Does he have a girl named Brandy, and is she serving serving <laughs> whiskey and wine and stealing the sailors from the ski? Say, See, no like looking no glass, might, might, might suggest. Yeah. <laughs> um, or does someone break his heart? Um, and is that the reason, uh, you know, the, the battle scars that they, they might have left on him? So I, I find it, the word I put down was, it's a sweet tragic, see if I'm correct, Sean is gonna grade me. You're just
0: full of questions, isn't is it, a, about
1: it? Right, is it? A, is it a sweet tragic lamentation? Wow. Yeah. That's what I was wondering.
0: Wow, I like that phrase. I might be overthinking it people,
1: because <laughs> my teacher used to write too many words when she was grading my paper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did she ever, ever write sweet, tragic lamentation on anything? You wrote? Uh, if she
1: did, I would not have understood it. I would have said thank you, <laughs> but I'm not sure if I would have understood that.
0: <laughs> I love it, Ray, so many questions for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it. it is. You, it, you do wonder about a lot of things. Actually, I wrote down in my notes there one of the questions you had why is he drunken?
1: Why is he drunken? Yes. You know, why drunkenly? And, and is it a habit for him? You know, I like the occasional spinning star night, but mm-hmm. you know, it typically it's not a habit. But it makes me wonder, mm-hmm. right?
0: It. I thought of it. you right, You said you, you it was your favorite. That's my done favorite so far. Yes, mm-hmm. out of and the
1: four, we only have four. I, think, I hope to have lots of favorites.
0: I think, in terms of poetic qualities, it probably has more of them than than uh, those that we've done before. Although it does, to me also, it just kind of feels like a nursery rhyme at first, mm-hmm. especially those first few words. You know, old drunken Leroy. I think old Mother Hubbard. Oh, you know, right, Peter right. Peter, right. Peter Pumpkin mm-hmm. Eater, Little Miss Muffet. Right. One the of old those. Old drunken Leroy. <laughs> but then it it you know diverges from that immediately. Uh, so because it doesn't become here, I, I wrote down a version of what it could have become. Drunken Leroy of the docks, he went out in only socks. When he slipped upon the rocks, someone had to call the cops. See? See?
1: You're right. Now that's right. where
0: it could have gone. Right. But instead, it went into poetry. Yeah. You know, he sleeps on the docks, says he likes to hear the ocean in his dreams. God knows it's a familiar sound.
1: Right. It, to me that just says, you know, don't you want to ask more questions about who I'm writing about? You Which know? is
0: what a poem does. Right. I it opens mean, these
1: doors and it, it evokes yes. an emotion and
0: opens doors, mm-hmm. opens emotions. It mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't close a door, it doesn't um, talk about emotions, but it creates them creates them for you. Right. It raises more questions than it answers. Now right. that doesn't mean it has to be, you know, cryptic and inexplicable and Certainly. unapproachable. It just yeah. means that it makes you think it makes opens think, a door like yeah. you said
1: it, and sometimes as, as in my case it makes me overthink perhaps but you know <laughs> i sort it out i get it all sorted out eventually <laughs> but that's
0: much better than reading something that does not make you think at all you right. know just like the the nursery rhymes i think nursery rhymes are cute and i really like them and a lot of them have very serious or, origins but they're um what's called Doggerel, you know, there there are poems that are not good,
1: right, right, uh,
0: not good as poetry. And so, like that one that I made up about him being on the docks only in his socks. It's um, it's supposed to kind of be funny, and it does rhyme, yeah. but it's not really.
1: It's kind of like a limerick, poem. you know. The drunker yeah. you are, the funnier they are. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, they're. There was an old lady from Nantucket. Okay, mm-hmm. I know where we're going here. You know,
0: <laughs> And uh, that kind of verse, doggerel, it can be <clears> – <throat> or just bad poetry. It can be intentional or it can be unintentional. So,
1: See, doggerel is a word I've never heard before either. Yeah. So that's going to be a new one for me. Mm-hmm. It, it comes from – the word dog okay you know See yeah. not, uh, to me dog is a it's, good it, word it's a poem that
0: barks arf well, uh, arf
1: <laughs> <laughs> Chipley, get, lay down down shipley surely surely <laughs> <laughs> sh- <Shirley>, I'm sorry surely <laughs> <laughs>
0: drunken lure of the dogs you went out only in socks <laughs> <laughs> that's that's man I have a strange sounding bark don't I? <laughs> that's not very good,
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> gotta get you another dog <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh my Mike.
0: so um, so it is poetry and um, and you pointed out, in terms of content, the main thing I think that does make it poetry is that it does uh, make you question this person and what he's experiencing and why. It does have the uh, poetic sound to it. There's right. a lot of assonance in it, the repetition of the vowels. I think we talked about last time uh, all the right. O's. Old on docks, ocean. God knows, sound. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's practically the only vowel sound in the poem, and that just kind of has it's. To me, that has a like a lulling feeling to it, the same way that it the almost, ocean itself we, does. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was
1: gonna say, like a ship roll, rolling in the ocean, rocking in the ocean, mm-hmm. and also, don't you get the feeling this man misses the ocean because God knows, you know, he he's he, he's that feels like there's a, a, a Again, a lamentation. He he missing something. Something is missing that he's yearning for. There's a yearning to me in this poem. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: yes. And so he's using the ocean as a replacement for whatever it is he's yearning for. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so.
1: What? But yeah.
0: you know what's curious about that too is, <clears throat> I wonder a little bit about who is that saying that. God knows it's a familiar sound. That almost sounds like that's not Leroy.
1: Well, it's not like it's autobiographical. Like it's it's the person writing this that misses the ocean, you know, and 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 uh, there's sort of an. Infer- so it's not really about Leroy. Not really, you, could, you know. That I got the very same feeling. Like I'm inferring that the, whoever the author of this poem is misses the ocean, and you know that he notices Leroy regularly, mm-hmm. but I'm you know God knows he misses the ocean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah, I, I thought the very same thing. God knows it's a familiar sound mm-hmm. because you. Uh, he, he likes to hear the ocean in his dreams. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I don't know of anyone who really doesn't like the sound of the ocean. I would be really worried about someone who said, you know, <laughs> those sound of those waves on the on the shore really bother me. I'd be like... You need therapy. Yeah. You know, oh, who, well, who doesn't like the sound of the that's ocean?
0: That's what I was going to say. It's probably a, a serial killer it would be the only person <laughs> that doesn't like the sound of the ocean. <laughs> and that's, and that,
1: we'll refer that to the to the Murder Mystery Podcast, not this one. You know? <laughs> uh,
0: you know, that's why they have all those machines that have the ocean sounds in it, because, you know, most people do like that sound. It oh, is, yeah. It is relaxing. They've done studies. In fact, uh, a publication called Live Science did a study about why, you know, we like um, – the The ocean sounds or soothing sounds to sleep, and it's all about the you know our threat and non-threat uh, reactions to things. The, the fight and, or flight. Yeah, yeah, and the ocean sound is 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 non-threatening. Well,
1: I believe isn't 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 the ocean sound similar to the sound of a of a, uh, a baby in the womb? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and you hear the the lull of the heartbeat and the, you know, there's an amniotic sac and fluid and so forth. There's, and also isn't, isn't the uh, amount of blood uh, salt in the blood, the first same as the percentage in the ocean.
0: I have no idea. Uh,
1: I believe I'm right, <laughs> about this people look this up.
0: So. Uh, if he's if he's wrong, you you can message us. Yeah, because if
1: I'm wrong, send me the correct answer in a ten dollar bill rolled up, and I'll I'll announce it on the next podcast. Throw, throw it in his front yard and make sure the dogs don't get <laughs> That's it. That's right. And he'll let That's us right. know about it next time. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Yes. Now,
0: Drunken Leroy. Another thing I noticed about this, which you um. You listeners out there wouldn't know it because you're not looking at it but the the name leroy is spelt with two e's l-e-e-r-o-y and i don't if if you all want to look at this i think it's on wackypoemlife.com we put all the pictures of the poems we talk about on the, on our website and to me that kind of stood out did that stand out to you
1: it did somewhat i have i have a, a, a very colorful cousin uh had he passed away. He lived in San Springs. His name was Leroy. He spelled it the very same way with L E E capital R O Y. Oh, right. um, and so to me, this seemed um, uh, uh, totally uh, acceptable, and pro- it is acceptable, but totally common because <laughs> that's the only way I've ever spelled it when your I would send a card. Your name is
0: unacceptable. You're, I'm you, sorry. You have too many E's
1: <laughs> in your name. You know, next next, please. Um, well, it
0: makes me think of Lear, but that doesn't really have, you know, that doesn't really have anything to do with the name.
1: And see, when I, when I see L-E-R-O-Y, I think of Leroy. I thought, well, that's a fancy way to see Leroy. Leroy. Leroy.
0: What Do people really pronounce it like that?
1: I don't. I, that's the way i that's the <laughs> are you, way. I, are I, you
0: a person, Bill?
1: I, I'm a person. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you I'm pronounced not, it like I pronounced that. it incorrectly.
0: I don't know. Is that incorrect? I've just never I heard anyone—
1: a, I think it's a real bushy way of pronouncing it. Leroy— Get over here with my hot toddy, please.
0: Maybe people outside Oklahoma pronounce it like that.
1: Perhaps. I don't
0: know. Perhaps. Message us and let us know how wrong or right we are. Yeah. Especially if we're right. And then give us four stars.
1: And there we are. There we are. <laughs> Rate us. Rate us. Four gold stars. Yeah.
0: But, you know, when I first look at this, again, I'm going back to how it be- uh, starts. Old, drunken Leroy. And so then I see the, the name spelled like that. And I think, oh, this is just going to be, you know, like a limerick. I thought it was going to be a limerick. And, again, I'm surprised. But I looked up that Leroy, and it is spelled with two E's. It is a common, very common surname in France.
1: I'll be darned. It's and French. it comes
0: from the word uh, R-E-Y, meaning king.
1: I'll be darned. Yeah. Interesting. So drunken Leroy is a king. He's actually from royalty. Mm-hmm. Leroy, Leroy, Leroy Leroy Leroy, Leroy Leroy.
0: Leroy uh, the phrase is Leroy LeVault. Mm. The king wills it. I'll be darned. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that certainly sounds real to me. Mm-hmm. Certainly does. Absolutely. You know, another thing I was uh, going to ask you, Sean, because last week you mentioned that ask you. Ask away. You That's why I went to college. You, you, I went to
0: college so to answer these I questions. could come out and answer and I, questions I, I, for people.
1: And, and, and the question I have, you, you know, last week we talked about how That's the only how reason you went. <laughs> I've heard some stories. I'm like I can't repeat them here right now. Um, do you
0: know? Do you know? You know? And I didn't. I didn't go to college to be a, a teacher either.
1: But you, d- you have taught. I didn't did get you a degree. Taught- I didn't
0: get a degree in education. But the,
1: the cl- someone sucked you into a classroom because I know that you taught for a while. Well, so-
0: after I got my degree and I decided to teach, though, so mm-hmm. I went back to school because I had to take the education classes oh, in, okay. t- in order to get the certificate. Mm-hmm. So I had to take like 30 hours of those, 30 or 35 hours. And uh, you know the the thing that I learned? What's that? In education classes.
1: Um, I... Uh, I feel like I'm going to fall into a pit of sharp spikes here, people. Um, I know she learned something. When –
0: here's what I learned through 30 or 35 hours of education classes. You must erase the chalkboard horizontally from left to right. Okay. Because if you do it vertically, your butt shakes.
1: (laughs) That's it. That's that's what I learned. There we go. I was waiting for that. And that might that might be quite distracting. <laughs> well to some students. Yes. You know? I know.
0: You, you yeah. that that was the most useful practical thing that I learned. I'll be darn. Yeah. That's, I will remember that's, that. That's all I got to say about that. Because now, do you remember what you were going to ask me? Because I,
1: I interrupted you. No, that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's fine. Because I I, I, I was needing to sort of think about how to phrase this. Because last week you said you were a hunt, you, you were a thing finder. Yes. Thing oh finder. yeah, baby
0: longstocking, the strongest girl in the world. Yeah,
1: and I'm I'm a treasure hunter, thing finder myself. Yes. You know, and it's it's. I know it's, you are. You bring me
0: some other oh things sometimes. It's yes. Like
1: every day I'm on the hunt, but I was thinking about. Do you also know that you are? You know how we had in our history classes, we learn about hunter-gatherers back Mm -hmm. in in Mm -hmm. the ancient history of of mankind. You are, I don't know whether you know it, but you probably do, you are an observer-listener. And I was wanting to let the people know about how um, sometimes listening is a lost art, is such a very lost art, because I will tell a story and it might be very obscure. But when I told Sean several months ago about, and I get caught up on these issues that are People say why are you you're so odd but uh, I noticed that my favorite summer bird had left <laughs> the indigo buntings were no longer all of a sudden they're they're gone they're the first birds to arrive and the first ones to leave and I'm always happy to see them and I'm always I'm always distressed and that's when they... why
0: you went to college to be a noticer
1: a noticer yes I am a noticer I would like to have a shirt that said notice says noticer on it did y'all hear that noticer y'all get uh, size, on that out size size large um but uh, Sean I told Sean about and uh, I, I said I noticed the buntings have, are gone, have left, and it's, you know, usually people would say, "Okay, I don't know what a bunting is," but I'm I'm sorry you're sad about this. But Sean actually wrote something down, and you know, the next day or so there was a a, a poem in her in the in the poem life uh, uh, the the post that you put out, mm-hmm. and uh, that was I, sometimes it's the things that cost nothing that mean the most to people. That's that's right up there. Sean was someone who mowed my yarn, yard without being asked. <laughs> That was one of the best gifts I've I've ever received. But I thought, you are not a hunter-gatherer. You are an observer, listener, as well as a thing finder. Oh, So it it was very nice. That's so sweet. I am going to
0: cry. Well, I
1: I screenshot it, and it's on my Pinterest page now. So, yeah, I I, I just enjoyed that very much, and I wanted to make sure that I let that be known publicly. Awesome.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned an email list. I do write a poem a day with a very brief message that goes out, and you can sign up for that list at – uh, poemlife.org.
1: Poemlife.org. And it's really, yeah, I love, you know, it kind of breaks up your day nicely because you get, you're bombarded with all this nonsense about, you know, these solicitations and to get this post about, um, and they're uh, uh, often, often original, aren't they, Sean? Um, My poems? Your poems. Oh, are, yeah. They're, they're yeah, yours. I wrote it. They're yours. I wrote it
0: that day, and, usually.
1: And what I like, the spontaneity of it, and it's like, I don't think you realize how incredibly difficult that is for most people to be able to do that. So it is really a nice way to break up the day and say this is really kind of a cool collection of words.
0: I went went to college to learn how to do incredibly difficult things.
1: (laughs) You did, except (laughs) – The chalkboard erasing situation, you know? I I, I guess – If you get
0: nothing out of this podcast, teachers out there in the world who are listening, there you go. There
1: was your tip. But wait a
0: minute. They don't even have chalkboards anymore, do they? Well, some people
1: do, but what I want to know is how did you find out you were erasing the wrong way? In in your teacher evaluation, did you say, we need to consult with you? (laughs) We don't know how to tell you this. You're jiggling a little too much.
0: I don't remember who. It was one of my professors who told me that. You yeah, know. and that was the, the piece of advice that stayed with me through the that years. That sounds a little
1: sexist to me. Well. That sounds it, a, little, it, a little misogynist to it me. It possibly could be. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. Well, you, we, we don't that's know. That's why we I went to college
0: this. to learn how to deal with misogynists. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there we go.
0: How many reasons do I have for going to college
1: at this point? We're up to 16. Uh, there, we had there, a, there are many more. I had a few on or, this <laughs> but no, I did. This is this has been my favorite poem so far, and mm. I really, really enjoyed this.
0: Well, and it's on a it's on a theme that's very familiar. You know, there's lots of ocean and sea points. The ocean out there. does inspire. It does uh, creativity, Definitely. whether it's
1: artwork, painting. Um, you know, I don't know the sailors that made treasure chests out of shells and for their loved ones waiting at home or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: my <clears throat> mother. Betty, whose autograph poem I was reading earlier, her favorite poem is called Sea Fever by John Masefield.
1: See if you. I'm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down well, because I'm going to read it. To well, you. Uh, but let me tell the people that your mother. Tell is, the people. Your mother, tell the you're, people, you're, you're, Bill. I got to sp- tell this, and, and Betty, I know you're listening because you listen. You are one of my favorite people in the world. You know, I haven't only known Betty for a few years, but my gosh, she's my new adopted mom. You know, I'm the new next to youngest brother. So anyway, I love you, Betty. <laughs>
0: Uh, Sea Fever, John Maysfield. I must go down to the seas again, to the lonely sea in the sky, and all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by, and the wheels kick and the wind's song and the white sails shaking and a gray mist on the sea's face and a gray dawn breaking. I must go down to the seas again for the call of the running tide is a wild call and a clear call that may not be denied. And all I ask is a windy day with the white clouds flying And the flung spray and the blown spume And the seagulls crying I must go down to the seas again To the vagrant gypsy life To the gulls way and the whales way Where the wind's like a whetted knife And all I ask is a merry yarn From a laughing fellow rover And quiet sleep and a sweet dream when the long trick's over.
1: Oh, Betty, good choice. <laughs> yeah. My gosh. Isn't How sweet awesome. is that? Is that why you go to the Sean, you go you and your family go to the ocean, you know, once yes. once a year. Yes. Know, did, is that is that is that sort of a family tradition to go and go to the sea? Is it mm-hmm. kind of a nurturing thing to go and walk and get the sea spray in the wind and look at the gulls and whatever and shells and
0: Yes. We landlocked people here you know in in oklahoma we got lots we're surrounded by water, water here in locust grove we're surrounded by a river lake and creeks but it's not the same thing it's not as grand as the, as ocean. the ocean is it, no. it doesn't
1: have the the, the 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 magnitude and the awesome uh, power or the, that the ocean might convey mm-hmm. right
0: and if you did grow up near it like perhaps leroy or the speaker of our poem did it would be as a sound a familiar sound like it says in the poem that i not really sure you could ever live away from
1: i bet it would always call to you yeah. i bet it, was al- it would always call to you to to come back uh-huh yeah. i
0: kind of feel like that with creeks you know that cuz i grew up on a creek on snake creek here in uh, just a little bit south of locust grove that the creek is always calling to me
1: the creek is calm and creeks here are cool and very spring fed are very cool very clear mm-hmm. I grew up uh, tubing down creeks and looking at the uh, amazing you know some of the minnows are just bright red at certain times of the year and catching crawdads and uh, pulling off leeches and all that good stuff you know <laughs> it's an experience that I, I love it as well
0: swallowing minnows hoe I've that? not done
1: that yet Just for good luck uh, uh, well and you know that's that's something to to try. I'll put them on my bucket list for when I'm ninety nine. <laughs> Are you
0: ready for my jokes?
1: I am ready. I'm ready. <clears throat> right. Last
0: night I had a dream that I was swimming in an ocean of orange soda. I guess it was just a fantasy.
1: Fantasy. Do you all know what that is? <laughs> Fanta. Oh,
0: is that a joke? For that's a joke for old people. That's what right. I don't what Fanta
1: is. I don't what Fanta is. Fanta is an orange soda, <laughs> and that's it. it's fantasy fantasy of the opery. Fanta fantasy. Fanta. I love Fanta. I love grape I yes. love strawberry. I love knee-high. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> love them all. Love them all. Mm. <laughs> fantasy. Do you know? Oh,
0: yeah. Do you know why the hippie drowned in the ocean?
1: I bet his sandals w- w- weighed him down.
0: <laughs> he was too far out, too far out, man. man. <laughs>
1: Rip tide for sure, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> oh my, folks! Please don't stop listening because of these jokes, please. <laughs> oh my, yeah.
0: We talked about Leroy, but you know we haven't mentioned one of the most famous Leroy's of all time in popular culture.
1: Leroy Brown, yeah, bad bad Leroy Brown, bad bad. Baddest Leroy. man in the old – Can we say Damn Town? Damn town?
0: <laughs> You just did.
1: Better than old King Kong, meaner <laughs> than our, now he's is is Jim is Jim Croce is this Jim Croce? Uh huh. Okay, so he, he can't come back and take us for royalties. <laughs> oh yeah, you know my 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 brother's name was Jim, and he would one of his favorite. Things to say was you don't spit in the wind you don't mess with Jim. (laughs) As a kid, I thought I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) And
0: then you heard the song.
1: Yes, but Leroy Brown. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: see that in those lines you just said that. When I looked up the word Leroy and what it meant, it meant King, and there it is in the in his song.
1: Do you think Jim Croce knew that Leroy Brown was King of of South Side of Chicago? I
0: I don't know, and did he know what Leroy meant? Right. I mean it, this was in the 70s there wasn't no Google back no, then. No that's right. Everything I mean, you have to everything get was out card freaking catalog which was encyclopedia. Well
1: and, or card catalog card. which was again like another <laughs> language to me. That was I love the
0: smell of a good card
1: catalog. Yes yes. Remember <laughs> opening the drawers and a little bit 57,000 yes. yes little index cards yeah. to thumb through what, right.
0: What what was that smell? It was like vanilla and a little bit of dust. Probably some and... kind of
1: preservative on the uh, you know on the on the Cards themselves, or you know, maybe it was perfume from the girl's fingers coming through them that all mixed together no, to create that oh, wasn't. No, okay no, that's not the. I see, smell. I'm being too philosophical again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
0: not the smell. Like, that, that's, that's a really that's that song's really poetic. Well, I know. like the smell
1: of musty book pages. <laughs> and I'm being totally sincere. I'm, I love the smell of a musty book, and I'm probably getting all kinds of spores no. in my nose that are going to probably not be good. But I just love it. I love it.
0: It's because of. It in you know, the page it's decomposing decompose. that's where the smell comes from
1: and that, that you're right and that there will come a time when that page will turn to dust and the, the word will be lost mm-hmm. but i'll enjoy it still yeah you know?
0: well, what's interesting is that when pages decompose they smell good unlike
1: unlike other things like <laughs> people we don't yeah we don't decompose all that well no right no oh, I, that's not a smell i want right well, you know, I had, I'm not sure how we went down this – got on this particular subject, but, you know, it is educational. You know, there's science and uh, there's science and poetry people. You know, there is. That's there why is. I
0: went to school to learn how to talk about science.
1: <laughs> That's, is that, we need to write down how many reasons we have for going to school here. I think we're on, we're on number 61. I'm so good about
0: talking – I'm so good at talking about science. So,
1: you know, it's real sciencey. you know, and I do like science. I really do. Let's yes. be science-y. I was watching an episode of NOVA last week, and uh, I get so lost on this because – Like apparent, you do. Oh, there are galaxies and after galaxies and light, millions of light years away, and stars are really not stars. They're reflections of explosions from other stars. We're and just
0: Hansel and Gretel in the forest, it's, aren't we, getting and, lost?
1: And I keep thinking of Maya Angelou, and she says, We're just passenger, passengers on this tiny little speck of spit and sand. Ooh. And it is a tiny speck of <laughs> spit and sand. And I thought – Talk about making me feel small, Doctor Angela. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I so. don't.
0: I'm not sure Jim Croce would would agree with that. He wouldn't. No, no he's better than old King. Norwood and than a junkyard nor would dog. Norwood Leroy. No, yeah,
1: right. Now, do, do you remember what what Leroy's uh, girlfriend's name was in the song? No, I don't. Doris. Doris. Really, I've got an aunt named Doris. Yeah, Dor- I, She's wonderful. Uh, and, and I, I'm a big fan of your aunt. <laughs> she was in a drum circle. What was it? We a couple, of weeks, couple ago, weeks ago. And oh, yeah. let me tell you, she was she was she was banging away like banging those mongos like no one else could could. I thought I want to be able to do that. You know, Aunt so. Doris used to be the one that took
0: us to the creek a lot of times I, when Mom was working. I
1: read about that in your manuscript, which yeah. I shall promote probably eventually. But uh, it, I really, I bet she. You know, she seems like she was a very fun person. Let's go. Yeah, Aunt Doris will take us. She wasn't this.
0: She wasn't his. Don't kill her yet, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry,
1: Doris. <laughs> forgive me. Is a very fun person. Is a very fun person. My gosh, what is wrong with me? I'm sorry, Doris.
0: (laughs) I thought you needed some funk in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Give me back on track. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I,
0: I think we're. I think we're about. We're about off the track. I yeah. think we're ready to leave the track. Uh, the, the, my, as my train usually does, quits. leave the
1: track. It has left the track. <laughs> now I'm back on the track. So here we go. <laughs> ready
0: to leave. Um, what else do I need to say? Well,
1: so you, you you mentioned the, the museum, <laughs> and you've mentioned the, uh, the, the podcast, and, of course, where to find us, you know, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. – uh,
0: you know what? In the first episode, I mentioned that this is a place where an ad would go, and we didn't have any sponsors, so I need to say that again. Yeah, somebody needs to sponsor. Hey, us. hey
1: you know, this is probably going to be a gold mine. You yeah, know, get, get your foot in the door early. Well, and we don't know? care what
0: it is. I mean, there's there's a hardware store down the street. You can come and sponsor us. We, you know, we'll talk about tools.
1: And you know, the the museum <laughs> also does great fun stuff. You know, from drum circles to uh, you know, st- uh, people that s- storytellers coming to uh, basket weaving. Uh, 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 seminars. It's a great place to come and interact with other people and meet people who are just as crazy as we are, actually. Yeah, Maybe more so. That's right. Right. I think that's it, Sean.
0: That's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, happy, happy, we'll see ha- you next time. Happy
1: Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs>